0: there is more going on than you know, there are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal
1: forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua,
0: a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley. And each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the Teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley. Today we have Astrid in, and we're going to use Astrid and Laurel. I'm sorry. We're going to use Astrid, Laurel, Gary, and Joshua to look at a question regarding physical health. Why do we have these problems physically? Who knows? It's a mystery. We're going to figure this one out. No one will ever have any physical problems ever again at the end of this show. That's our intention, right? No, that's not true because the physical issues are all part of the journey. And without some of these physical issues, you many people wouldn't find their way to this podcast, right? Okay, you can't not say anything. This isn't. Am
0: I, am I allowed to talk now? I thought you were doing the, the <laughs> introduction. And I'm not allowed to talk.
1: <laughs> I'll mute you if I don't want you to talk. I have <laughs> okay. over here. I can totally control anyway. this whole thing.
0: And you'll just see my mouth go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So whenever I'm listening to, podcast, and there's like this, you know, spot where no one's talking, and I always think my phone's about to ring, so I always look at my phone. of a call coming in because <laughs> the oh. phone stops whatever I'm yeah. whatever it's doing, so the call comes in. Yeah. So that's what's, millions of people are going through that right now because of that little break.
0: I I never experienced that kind of fear when there's a pause in a podcast, even in the podcast where I'm taking. Yeah. I don't have that pause fear.
1: You don't have a pause fear? That's your phone's no. never ringing. That's the no, problem. because...
0: No, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, I've noticed when I'm listening to podcasts, it's I appreciate the pauses because it takes a while to digest if you're listening all the time. And especially for both of us, we tend to talk a bit fast, fast. or quicker. Yeah. yeah. And so it's beneficial to have these pauses because we talk faster than we should, so... <laughs> Yeah.
1: I was just talking to someone today and they're like, Yeah, I'm listening to the to the Joshua Live podcast and Joshua's talking so fast that I'm writing it all down and I can't hear anything because <laughs> they go too fast. I can't yeah. I just give up writing everything. I'm just gonna listen and if I have to listen again, I'll do that. I said, Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. You don't have to write anything down. Just yeah. listen, get what you can, and then listen twenty times more. Yeah. Because every time someone – that's probably what's happening. is probably people are listening to the the same podcast over and over. And I think it's 6 million people. It's really like seven people listening to it so many times, right?
0: Or it's just me, like, (laughs) using that video to go to YouTube, and I click the same link every time, and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's been (laughs) a 200 times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just watched um, uh, yours and Kimberly's uh, Beings of the Light. Uh, your number three podcast and I loved it. Yeah. I've been so frustrated these past days. I'm like, nothing's happening. Why isn't anything happening? Cause I feel like I'm doing this, taking the steps that uh-huh. I am aware of. And then suddenly for a week, nothing's happened. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing something wrong. And I listened to the podcast for That's me who never listened to, po- to any podcasts. And I listened to this one and it's like, yes, control. I'm trying to control everything. I'm, I'm such a control freak and I keep forgetting cause I was thinking these past few days, what's the issue? What's the limiting belief? And I just couldn't figure it out. Cause usually if you have manifestation events, it's easier to figure what's happening. But if nothing's happening, then you're sort of lost. Like why isn't anything happening?
1: Yeah. And, and that, it
0: just, yeah, it just hit me. Like it's, I'm trying to control.
1: It has this divine timing. All you have to do is pay attention to the inspiration. But when you're not inspired, you're not inspired. Yeah. And there's nothing to do, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes it's there's also other people involved. So like right. it's not all about me. Things just have and I was thinking if I could if I was living as the source part of me, the god part of me, what would I think today? I would think how wonderful to have this day or this week to just relax and do nothing and like be in the zone mm-hmm. and not have anything happening because maybe a year from now, I'll be busy every day and I'll think back and I'll appreciate those days of quiet. And so why not just enjoy it? Cause if I was the true me, I would laugh at my anxiety and worry and just enjoy right. the peace.
1: Also the peace you you get like this um, complacency in the piece and then that drives you to do something, you know, you're like, Oh, I don't want to sit here and do nothing. I want to get out there and do stuff. Yeah. And so that part of it is good too. So all of it's part of everything. So Yeah. Yeah.
0: The ebb and flow. Yeah. So that was a great podcast. Good. Yeah.
1: See, you're the one who likes it.
0: I'm the one who's listening to those 200, (laughs) playing it over and over and over.
1: There's, um, you know, on Podbean, you can look at the statistics of where people are listening from. Mm -hmm. And there's this pocket in Oman listening to it, you know. And it's like, Oman, that's weird. You know, it's like, it's like number 10 of you know, the countries are 15 or something, you know, it's like, for, uh, yeah. you would never think anyone's in Oman listening to it, but there's Oman, and Saudi Arabia, and yeah. these weird, you know, these countries that you would think, well, that they don't speak English, and who's, but I guess they're, somehow, someone speaks English. Of and yeah, of course they
0: speak English. With the oil, they're very, very well educated, and they probably have a lot of international business going on with the oil, and I think there's also a lot of expats there, right?
1: Right, lots of expats, in yeah. fact. My cousins live in UAE, and they are work for um, United Arab Emirates Airlines, Emirates yeah. Air. And they're there, you know? And so, yeah, it's like this whole thing. But it's cool because we get to reach people all over the world. Yeah. You're in Holland, and Holland is a kind of...
0: I'm in Norway, though.
1: I'm sorry, Norway, of course.
0: Oh, but Jesus
1: Christ. Is Holland different than Norway? I don't know.
0: Yes, Norway has lots of mountains and fjords, and Holland is flat, <laughs> completely flat.
1: Flat, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I know that.
0: I haven't Yeah, been to now Norway. you know it. Yeah, I
1: haven't been to Norway, but I've been to Holland. Well, yeah. I've been to the Netherlands.
0: Yeah, that's the same yeah. country, two different yeah. names. Yeah.
1: Holland, Netherlands, and Norway, all the same country, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Europe, who cares? Europe, Europe?
1: yep. It's over there somewhere. It's right. just
0: like Mexico, Canada, U.S., same country, right? Same
1: country. Same country. Basically the same. Yeah. Miami, Cuba, same country.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yep, definitely. All right, so how's your week going?
0: Uh, well, I had uh, those few days of kind of what's happening, and then I've noticed I'm trying to sort of – I noticed there's been a shift these, this past week, at sort of a me becoming more of – what I call the big me, the source me, sort of easier to see myself in my life from that point of view. So I don't know what's going on with these energies because I've talked to other people and it's sort of like an upgrade going on or something.
1: Yeah. And it's when you just relax a little bit and get comfortable with this shift to the big you coming through, Mm. then things happen quickly. Yeah. It becomes powerful because you've really got to pay attention to the inspiration that's coming and act what you can do on that inspiration. Fear mm-hmm. will pop up and act on the inspiration. Um, I was sitting on the back porch. I think I may have said this before, but I got this inspiration to go to Craigslist. So I get up and go to Craigslist, and that's all it was and get to go to Craigslist, and I think maybe real estate. So I started looking at real estate, and there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden, I just type in, find myself typing in puppies. And this dog that's at my feet right now comes up in an ad, and the next Saturday, I'm there picking him up.
0: I love that story. Yeah. yeah. So did you have a good week this week?
1: It's busy, yeah. We're getting yeah. ready for the next boot camp on Monday, and so it's been swamped. Lots cool. of stuff going on, yeah.
0: But you like that. You have a lot of energy. I love it.
1: Yeah. Well, because now it's a spiritual moment. This connection is a spiritual connection between you and me. I'm my big me is coming through right now. Mm. I'm getting words to say. I'm being my authentic self. I'm in pure alignment. I'm engaged in the universe's energy, you know, in in the law of attraction. Everything's coming through now. This moment is a powerful, creative moment. And that's how I see it right now. So what's more fun than this? There's nothing more fun than this, you know. It's, it's uh, Tracy wanted to go away and do stuff uh, on the weekend and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I just like doing this. <laughs> I got a bunch of appointments lined up. I'm just enjoying this, you know.
0: <laughs> I w- I sort of. I agree because you know my friends have normal jobs and they so they celebrate the weekends right. and vacations, and I'm like, I I don't care. Like a Monday, is just as much fun for me as the weekend. It's the same. Yeah it's sort of the same day. For me, there's just one day over and over and over. I don't, I don't, and I prefer it this way. I don't want to like save all my fun for two or three days a week. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, when you're involved in your bliss, in your soul's purpose, in the thing you're supposed to be doing, then what we're doing is having a day-by-day exploration of who we are as our authentic self.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, and I see like the rest of the country going to work, and they're really, you know, slaving away, and I, I mean they're slaving away, they're being yeah. a slave because they're being yeah. captured and, and contained in this building in this cubicle, you know, if that's your bliss, awesome. But if it's not your bliss, you know, there is something more for you that you're yes. just not allowing to come through And that more thing is scary as hell, because it is completely outside the norm of Western yeah. society, you know, Everyone can be inspired to become who they truly are. And from that, something's going to emerge. You don't know where it's going to come from. But for me, after the boot camp was channeled, I became this full-time spiritual leader and teacher. And so this is what I'm doing full-time now. And it's great. It's not easy. There's a lot to it, you know, Money is not the way it was when I was making tons of money. It's tighter, but yeah. this is just the beginning. It just started in January.
0: yeah.
1: And here we are. You know, I had five years of experience with Joshua before the bootcamp came through. I was a student of Joshua and I was a hobby. I was, you know, money was coming in through other sources. Now yeah. it's only coming through this source. Yeah. And this source You know, I have sort of a big nut here, but it's coming just as it's needed, you know, always scraping by, but just as it's needed And the, you know, there's times where if you didn't have faith in what's coming up next, you could get scared and say, I got to get a job, but, but that's not what this is. We're not here to be who we're not. We're here to be who we are and just have faith that things are going to work out. So far Mm -hmm. in six months, they've been working out perfectly. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading. Go ahead.
0: I was reading Joshua's questions from 2016, 17, probably. Um, I was in the 101, mm-hmm. and I was reading one of the. It was like early on. It was like question 25 out of 200 or something, and they said, I don't remember the exact words, but it was something along the lines of, "Soon you will find a purpose. Soon you will find something to do with your life." And your life will be filled with bliss and joy. And up until, I guess, just a few months ago, I thought that was bullshit. I was so frustrated. And then I realized just maybe a few weeks ago that I would do this channeling for free. Right. If I couldn't make a living out of it, which I'm currently not, (laughs) I would still, if I won the lottery, I would still provide these messages for free because that's what I like to do. Yeah. That's the only thing I've ever found that gives purpose to my life. That's what I like to do. And I've never felt that way before. And it kind of snuck up on me. (laughs) Like I didn't notice that I was suddenly doing something that feels like a purpose. And it's so weird in a good way to suddenly like there is a purpose for me being here and I enjoy it. Yeah. It's so
1: weird. And you went through a growth period, a doubt period, and now another growth period. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: doubt.
1: But. Well, well, the doubt's going to come in different areas, you know. Yeah. Because you're getting firmer on how you feel about Laurel and channeling and the messages, and you understand the value of it. And then now it's going to become, you know, what can I offer and receive money for you know that money part is going to be the doubt part.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. Right,
1: and so you will get over that too. That'll come. You know, that'll be getting over with at some point. For me, it was doing the one-on-one, which I was still doing as a hobby, but was you know uh, people paid six hundred dollars a month for. I think, and at one point there were ten people, which was full-time work. I swear to God, there yeah. were eight hours a day.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and but I could say, well, look, I there is a way to to earn a living doing joshua yeah i wasn't relying on it because i still was doing real estate and poker and stuff but it was sort of cool saying that people would be would be willing to pay and yeah. be happy with what they got i mean yeah. there was a lot of life-changing stuff in that
0: yeah
1: <clears throat> so then i realized that that was you know way too much work i couldn't maintain that that thing and so i just canceled it i just said that's the end of that yeah. we're going on to something next and people were going like how can you just walk away from that I'm like, I don't know, but something else is going to come. And I, you can't see these things coming. And then they come and there you are, you know. Yeah. 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 So you'll have you'll have your play around with that idea of receiving money for what you do. And then it'll get grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually we're going to be similar to Esther at some point where she walks into a room. I guess they paid 200 bucks there's 500 people there so that's $100,000 for 3 hours
0: yeah you know you and, know what i yeah you know what i also found in a question in answer number 26 it said that once you receive everything you you want you will be someone who is very comfortable being the center of, a de- of attention and being admired and I don't know what it was like, probably just like being admired and receiving, receiving admiration and being the center of attention
1: and appreciation and love and
0: appreciation. Yeah. Appreciation. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like two or three years ago, that was such a crazy idea to me. Like, Mm -hmm. why would that ever? And now that I'm receiving, when I'm sending the answers to people, when I channel and I get the feedback from that, I just feel so much appreciation. And in that moment, I'm sort of the center of attention. And it just feels good because I feel like I'm doing something good.
1: Yeah. And you'll have to be uh, even develop that more. So now you're here with me. We're doing this podcast. And, um, you know, we know each other as normal people. Mm -hmm. But because we're on... A podcast where people are listening, they get to know us too without us knowing them. Mm. And so at some point they, they'll have actual fear about contacting you and having a conversation with you because they're a little starstruck. You know, yeah. imagine getting used to that. That's a funny thing. And when you just realize that that's just the perception, it's not, that doesn't mean anything about you. It's just the perception that other people have that they are with you you know, once a week or something and get comfortable seeing your face and hearing your voice and, and, you know, hearing your wisdom come through and resonating with who you are, then, you know, they have to push past their fear to contact you and then have a conversation with you. And if you do a a private channeling session with them, they'll be a little starstruck at first until they get to know you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think so. But I'm happy that I'm really glad that I've started. Ever since I started blogging and writing on Facebook, I've been open about my own struggles and really sharing and being vulnerable and sort of sharing the dark sides or what I perceive as my flaws and dark side and whatever. So, sort of sharing my shadow, and I'm I feel so much relief from doing that from the beginning because. If I ever grow to be, to have more attention, at least I'll be, I can continue to be me. I don't have to put on a face for, no. I, I, because I'm already, I'm already out there as yeah. me, as the flawed me. So I don't have to like pretend to be this perfect public figure.
1: Look at the spiritual leaders in the seventies, eighties, nineties, who had to have it all figured out. You know, and they had to present this image of success in the Western ideal of what success is. And back in those days, people were saying, yeah, if, if you don't have it figured out, why should I follow you? Mm. Well, that's exactly the opposite of how it works. You want to follow people that are authentic and they're sharing yeah. with you their flaws and their, their self-imposed limitations so that you can learn from that. That is where the greatest learning is from. You know, you, you don't have to have a PhD. You don't have to have written a bunch of books or be famous or be on Oprah or any of that stuff because that's not the authentic us. The authentic us is who we are in this, and that's why people are gravitating to it in by the millions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And because, of course, we have perfect health, right?
1: Perfect health? Yes. Pretty much, except I have sleep apnea, except for that.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. And I have my eating eating issues, but who cares?
1: Yeah, who cares? Who, yeah, cares? who cares. I'm actually down to 217 pounds. You remember that picture of us on the cruise? It was like this yeah. really fat picture of me.
0: No, I don't oh remember that. Oh my
1: god, I was so fat on that cruise. It's
0: it so weird right. that you saw yourself like that. I, I never perceived you as being even slightly chubby.
1: Oh my god, I was fat and disgusting. I gotta share a picture with you. I will email it to you. There's one picture on the cruise or two pictures, and I'm just this huge fat guy on the cruise. Yeah. Wow. And so <clears throat> I've been going to the gym. I can't
0: believe you're even saying this. Like how you know how fucked up is your perception?
1: Oh, well, no, I'll send you the picture. I have photo proof of it.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs>
1: but um, no, I'm uh, doing intermittent fasting, which I love. So never eat before noon. And a lot of times don't eat until three or four and don't eat after eight. And eating normally, what because I cook a lot, so I eat normal yeah. stuff. and and uh, But not drinking as much wine and working out every day. And now we have a dog to walk every day. Yeah, so,
0: that helps.
1: Yeah. So it's good. I'm, yeah. I'm excited, and fitting into size thirty three pants, which uh, you know is a big deal. Thirty three. I was wearing thirty six, but actually thirty three pants. So I measured myself with a you know a cloth measuring tape. It's yeah. really it's really thirty eight. The, the pants say thirty three, but it's really thirty
0: eight. <laughs> <laughs> I love those kind of measurements on, that's, I always go to the stores where I can buy the smallest size. Mm-hmm. That's a very good sales trick to put like a, a, a small tag on a medium pair of pants.
1: Yeah. In yeah. America, it's size two when it's really size eight.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> good. So,
0: did, didn't you, you kind of ruined my, did you, did you not notice that I was trying to make like a good, to make, create a, like a bridge to our question?
1: Yes, I saw that. I saw oh, right you through just that. Ruined
0: it. Uh, just well,
1: I did not that. ruin it. <laughs> I didn't play along. That's all I'm doing.
0: No. Oh, <laughs> I keep trying and trying, efforting and efforting. You, well,
1: I, I thought it question. was a good try. It was a good try. Anyone yeah. else would have said, "Would have said, Astrid, that's just brilliant. Look how you did yeah. that. You just wove yeah. the conversation." Are you saying you want to get? Are you want to get into this question?
0: Yes, I'm. Do you want to read
1: today. Laurel's answer first?
0: No, we can do
1: Joshua first. I okay. really like that one. Okay. I, I just got yours, so I didn't get to read it yet. So let's see what we got here. Joe and Kim. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Joshua, Joe and I have questions. So we are creators. Say we want to have good health. Joe wants to know if everything is predetermined. For example, he is dealing with injuries that he's gotten from physical labor his whole life. Is he to just accept that and work at finding ways to alleviate them? If we are creators, why is it that we have to accept what is happening when we really want something else? We feel, now that we, are <laughs> we feel now that we are writing this, that the key is staying in alignment, which would lead to inspiration, which will lead you to something or someone who may be of help to alleviate, heal the injury. But what if the injury still remains? How is it meant for us? It's very confusing. We've been led to believe that without work and effort, nothing is accomplished. How are we to let go of this approach? Now you'll probably say, that's why you signed up for the boot camp. And that's exactly what I would say. But Joshua's not gonna say that. Yeah. Because literally, that's what the boot camp is. You go from this one, you know, view of life, the old approach of control, and you get to a the new approach to life. The new approach to life is acceptance, and you can say these things, right? Yeah. But unless you go through this process, you can't really understand what the absolute acceptance of what is means, yeah. and that's what the boot camp's all about. So let's say, what, <clears throat> and Joshua, this answer is actually pretty advanced, so I don't expect a lot of people to get it. Uh, and it sort of is for them as they are about to embark on the boot camp, which starts on Monday, it's like, it's like sort of I can see them leading them To open their mind to these new ideas that are coming through. All right. And so what we'll do is we'll read a paragraph and then talk about that. We'll go on to the next paragraph and this should be done in about seven hours.
0: Okay.
1: This This will be a seven hour podcast today. That's good. All right.
0: Laurel's one is a long one too.
1: Good. Excellent.
0: Yay. (laughs) David,
1: David and the stream, when the stream gets right to it, And so David just calls Joshua (laughs) (laughs) long-winded. All right. Nothing is predetermined. Your reality is the absolute reflection of your vibration. Alter your vibration, and you'll create a new reality. Will this new reality reflect something more that you want but do not have now? That depends on the vibration you are emitting. Okay, That is a big sentence right there, or a big paragraph right there. So if you, if you want a different reality, then emit a different vibration.
0: That can be difficult, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because, like, I started, you know, I got hooked on Law of Attraction and Abraham because I wanted to use the Law of Attraction to create what I thought I wanted, which was a boatload of money.
0: Me right. too. Yeah. He doesn't want that. Yeah.
1: Right. And why do you want a boatload of money? Because you want abundance and freedom and security. Right? Yeah but since you are inherently free inherently secure and inherently always have all the abundance you'll ever have right now and when we say abundance we mean not money in the bank we mean everything you need to do whatever you're focused on right yeah. whatever you're exploring you know if you're a mountain climber then you have your ropes and your boots and your gloves and your jacket and your goggles and all that if you're a, if you're a skydiver, you have a parachute and whatever else you need, altimeters, and stuff like that. That's what you're exploring. That's what you get. And if you're exploring lack, you get an abundance of things that help you explore lack. You need not effort and struggle to manifest, manifest that which you truly desire. Okay. So this paragraph is, is a trick. You need not effort and struggle to manifest that which you truly desire. So what do you truly desire?
0: Oh, gosh, I want that new Max Mara coat. I want a new beach house. Yeah, that's I guess, what, what do we truly hold on. want? That's love, what, right?
1: That's what you think you want, right? Yes. So what you think you want is different than what you truly want. What you truly want are the intentions you set prior to your birth. You truly want to express your love to yourself, to everyone else, and to the conditions. You truly want to experience true freedom and true abundance, not, not limitation and lack. And you truly wanna expand in joy, not expand in suffering. And then you also want to explore some more specific aspect of physical reality so that your soul's purpose can emerge. That's what you, This is like Joshua telling you in question 25 that you're yeah. gonna be living this life in bliss and you had to allow that to, to unfold by allowing your soul's purpose to unfold, right? And in order to do that, you had to see yourself from that perspective and you had to go with the flow enough so that you'd have the inspiration to prove to Joshua that you couldn't channel. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What a wonderful proof. (laughs)
1: Um, However, if you're trying to create or attract something you want that you do not have now, you have but two choices. You can either focus on the lack of that which you want, or you can focus on the essence of that which you want. If you want perfect health, do you believe it is better to focus on the things you perceived are imperfect now or the aspects you appreciate now? When the question is formed this way, the answer seems obvious. Focusing on perceived problems is the exploration of those problems. You can explore anything you like in this reality. All exploration is valid because it all leads to expansion. However, if you have already explored something long enough in this life, you may choose to explore something else.
0: I think that is so great because... For me, I'm so used to like focusing on what I see as the problem. I have to focus, this, focus on it so I can fix it. And so if there's a problem in my reality, I'm just like, I get stuck on it. I focus, focus, focus. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I don't right. have enough money. Why isn't anything happening? Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And right. I go on and on and I kind of like, I attach myself to this problem and I just like, I just Think of it all the time and it's totally that's like the old approach but I keep forgetting yeah and I do it all over again each time I hit a, like a bump in the road I start focusing on the what I don't want
1: right so in the moment right now if you had a million dollars there's nothing you could do with it right all it would do is give you this perceived feeling of security that you don't have to worry well you never had to worry anyway because in this moment you have enough food to eat. You're living in a shelter. Not, I'm not saying a, shelter, a homeless shelter, but you're actually <laughs> living in a house, a home, yeah. right? You have your home. You have your furniture. You have heat on and lights on and internet connection. You've got everything you need to do what you're doing now, which is having this conversation with me. And so you have everything you need, right yes. now. If you were, to, you don't need money now. That's why there's no money. You don't mm. need any money. Yeah. Now, if you were, if you push yourself to, to, to Explore what you came here to explore, you would get the inspiration that would lead to the money. Now, fear is gonna pop up for that, right? Because you'll say, Who am I? Who's gonna pay me for anything? Right? Yeah. But you're just gonna to have to do it. You just going to have to push through and do it. And and you say if you had won the lottery, you still do this. Not really true. <laughs> You know, because <laughs> well, you would still do what you're it. doing now. You're doing what you're doing now, but you're not going to do it, yeah. right? If I yes. if I had enough money, if I had won the lottery, maybe the boot camp wouldn't come through, and maybe the boot camp would come through, but I wouldn't be so focused on attracting people to it, yeah, because I I wouldn't care, right? But the yeah. boot camp turns out to be this thing that is really the only process. And it sounds arrogant to say this, but from my perspective, seeing how it works, it shifts your it it shifts your day to day mental outlook from control to acceptance, from the old approach to the new approach. So that when you do start these thoughts, you just have to laugh at yourself because they're ridiculous, you know, because you know it so well. And um, and I think that without me being in that. State of being where I 'm living in a new place I can 't do real estate i can't do poker, I have to do something. well, this is the thing that I have to do, and every single person's thrilled by it, so I had to push out my comfort zone to do it you know and I was really nervous because the first people were like Wendy and Deborah Joe you know
0: yeah. how
1: could I charge Wendy? How could I charge Deborah Joe? and Joshua had said that unless there's this trade of energy. You with the boot camp, they with money, they're not going to get anything out of it. And that's been proven true time and time again. You know, it has to be this trade. And this is why books and podcasts and things like that, it's all po- passive. You have to engage in an active process to raise your vibration by doing work and getting there. And this changes things much quicker. Well, actually, you see people who are like me. I was doing... Abraham for years, and then Joshua for five years, and it wasn't until the boot camp where I really stepped into my soul's purpose fully, one hundred percent. And since that December, everything's changed. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's just amazing. The the podcast in general, the Joshua Live has gone up now four and a half times what it was before, and this one, which is live of Attraction Roundtable, has. Up almost three times what it had been for years, yeah. you know. So it's, how does this happen? You know, the Friends of Joshua Facebook groups, now 1,100 people. From, from we had that thing going for two years, and there's been some marketing and stuff, but it's just, I mean, how does it go from 200 to 1,100? It's just, mm. this is, everything's coming into alignment. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. So
0: that was some great advertisement about the bootcamp, but how about Actually, what it was
1: was it was trying to inspire you to take your next step forward because there's more coming from you that is life-changing that you will realize, right? And and it's nothing more than you seeing what's possible. So and that's just not for you, but it's for everyone listening to this. There's more coming from all of you but your own self-imposed limitations are standing in the way.
0: Yeah. But I, you know, there's, I have to admit though, it is a lot more satisfying to receive money for something you're doing than to just get it as a gift. It's always more rewarding to receive it. Maybe not as a, like as payment for a job, but to receive money for something that you're putting out or a service or something you're giving, because even though it's, it might not be the best way to see it. It's for me. It's seen as some sort of um, validation of the what I bring to the world, or that I have something of value to bring. So even though, of course, I'm always worthy, and, you know, all of that. It's it's more satisfying to receive money because of something I'm doing or giving, rather than just winning the lottery. For me,
1: yes. Well, I would absolutely say, you know, I was making millions of dollars in real estate and hanging out with all my millionaire friends Mm. and all of us are talking about the lack of satisfaction we're receiving, what we're doing. You know, we had no satisfaction. So that's why everyone was involved in some kind of charity or mentoring or doing something because it was just not satisfying. This Mm. is satisfying, but really what's satisfying is the process of receiving infinite intelligence that inspiration and making it manifest in physical forms and if people like it That's awesome, but you can't be attached to that either, you know Yeah, Yeah. because some people will some people won't yeah,
0: but that process of pushing through your fears. and sort of removing those limitations That's thrilling. I enjoy that. that. That's exciting. Yeah
1: Yeah, Yeah, it is it's scary and it's like going on roller coaster. The reason we go on roller coasters is because it is scary
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I don't because I get nauseous, but I prefer this the the not roller coaster way.
1: You don't get nauseous on this one on this podcast?
0: No, not anymore. Not
1: anymore in the beginning. No. <laughs> All right. You can explore poor health. This is an easy one. Many many people are embarking on this exploration right now. It's rather popular. The way to explore poor health is to complain about any and all aspects of your health that you perceive could be improved. In order to assist you with this exploration, the universe will continue to provide you with an abundance of issues you can complain about. Isn't that a wonderful system? The universe allows you to explore fully that which you choose to explore. This is accomplished via the law of attraction.
0: That is so perfect. And it's not just health, it's everything. When you focus on something, you create more of it. And I, I keep forgetting like my focus on the problem, but it's just this old routine. It's how we used to fix things or how we used to approach our problems. And it's just, it's, I need a lot of reminding to get out of that way of doing it. Yeah. Totally.
1: We, we all do for
0: yeah. sure.
1: Now, if you suddenly decide that this older approach to life is no longer what you are wanting to support, you can choose another approach. When focusing on your perceived problems, you are creating just as you, you are always creating, but from a stance of fear. You are engaged in the creation of what you do not prefer because your creative powers are rooted in fear. So then, if you want to create what you will ultimately prefer, what stance would you choose fear or love? Ooh. Okay. So if you're looking at problems, you're creating from a stance of fear. If you're appreciating everything that's wonderful in your life now, you're creating from a stance of love.
0: Yeah, I like that. It's very—it's a very powerful sentence that, that you have that choice. Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can see the people who are naturally successful, who are uh, passionate about what they're doing, and money just comes as a result of that. They yeah. don't care about the money. They just enjoy doing what they're doing. So they're creating from a stance of love and that's where all the power is. Everyone else, including me, myself and I, way back in the old days was creating from a stance of fear. Now I'm just focused in these moments like this and what comes from it is what comes from it. And it's fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. What does creation based in love look like? Is it effort, struggle and suffering Is it focusing on problems or is it focusing on love? The exploration based in love will engage the forces of the universe to create what you truly want. So then, how does one plant themselves firmly in a stance of love? By loving and accepting what is. By seeing what is as perfect. By focusing on the 99% of your life that is wonderful now. By seeing the higher perspective in all things. Will this solve your problems? Do you really have any problems?
0: No. No. No.
1: Spoiler alert, you don't have
0: problems. I hate hate when they say that. Do you really have any problems? (laughs) I'm like, oh, stop it, you're ruining it.
1: Well, this is just what they say here. We may have just said something that causes you to reject our ideas. We say you have no problems and all of your problems are actually illusions. You retort, of course we have problems. Just look at this body, it's filled with problems. From your limited perspective, you see problems. From our higher perspective, we are unable to see any problems. What's the difference? We are based in love, and you are creating from a stance of fear. If you could make your way to the love side of that spectrum, you would also see no problems. All right, so that just shows you that by focusing on what you think is wrong, you're living the stance of fear, and so you're receiving urges to change the conditions because you perceive that If the conditions were different than they are, you'd feel different. However, if you're not dealing with this internally first, no matter what happens, you could cure all these things. You'd still be in fear and you just pick something else out you don't like. Yeah. This is the reason humans can't manifest anything immediately. Because if you could just wish something into existence, you would pretty much wish away everyone you've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you'd be living by yourself on a beach and that would get boring.
0: Yeah. But I was was thinking today, because I have this weight issue now, and I was thinking back, like, when I was smaller, was I truly, I mean, did I feel happier? No, I didn't. I had, I felt exactly the same way. Yes, I was in a smaller body, but I was feeling, I was having the exact same drama or lack of drama or, like, perceived problems. The only difference was the size of pants that I could fit into. Right. I literally did not feel happier. I didn't feel worse. I felt exactly the same. Yeah. So the only issue that I have with my body is just like it's an it's a silly idea. It's not even like why does it matter if it doesn't make me more happy? Why do I care?
1: Yeah. And um, and a lot of people will say well about being overweight, I would be like, oh, you know, I people worried people going to think about me, you know. Yeah. And nobody cares. No, I don't you're yeah. judging anyone else if they're overweight. Nobody cares at all. Yeah, ever. they're
0: judging. We're all <laughs> judging based on our like how we feel about ourselves. So yeah. if you're judging others for being fat, that's because you have your own issues.
1: It's ridiculous. I, I wouldn't yeah. even do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. I weigh two seventeen or two thirty. Nobody cares at all.
0: I I do judge other people that I see as fat, but that's because I judge myself. Mm. So that's just, that has to be there, that reflection. But I was, like Josh was saying, like you focusing on those problems, it doesn't, it's not helpful.
1: No. And
0: like, and you're like, you, you think that you have, cause you focus on this one huge problem, but 99% of your life is perfect. It really is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you
1: look at it in the moment, you know.
0: Yeah. And for most people in the Western world who aren't starving, you know, and like. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's what that's what we're talking about. Um, you know, it's it's. I've also been thinking lately. The body you have is the body that allows you to do whatever you need to do, mm. and so it is adjusted perfectly to the life you're living. Yeah. If you started becoming a marathon runner, the body would have to adjust to that. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you started doing whatever, but but it's perfect for how it is now yeah. you don't have to make it different for you to do what you're doing now but if you want to do something else you, you know if you want you know you can't really want it to be different you just have to know that if you are different it has to adjust to how you're being yeah, yeah.
0: How, how you're like what you believe it has to adjust totally. to, more to what you believe right yeah. but so, yeah. yeah
1: and if we receive everything we need to explore reality Um, as we're exploring it, that's what abundance is, then if you do something different, you have to get what you need to be able to do that thing you're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But like most people who aren't athletes, they don't need a specific body to explore what they're exploring. Right. It's all about the mindset. Right. Like if you're if you're able to feel confident in your body, it doesn't have to be like 20 pound pounds lighter or in certain shape because that it, most explorations are not about how you look. It's more about what you want to do. So right. that whole focus on looks is just weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah um i've noticed that a lot of well i don't know how this works out but like a lot of male actors or male rock stars keep their hair you know and and the rest of us men are losing our hair it's like well that's the body they need to do what they're they need to do right of course it could be implants but you can see implants i don't think it's that Maybe it's extensions. Maybe it's that spray you put up there.
0: It's interesting that you notice these things because I have hair, so I don't really think about it. I even sh- like shave off most of my hair, so Hold on, I don't. Are you saying I don't, I, don't, I don't
1: have hair? I've got all this right here.
0: I mean, I have on all my head, but you know, like, <laughs> it's so interesting how you perceive those things because I don't even notice. Yeah. But I do yeah. notice fat people. So
1: <laughs> I don't even. That's my that. thing. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. All um, right. The last paragraph here. What is the benefit to a concentrated focus only on that which is good? It helps you maintain your alignment. No, okay. What is the benefit to a concentrated focus only on that which is good? It helps you maintain your alignment. There's maybe a question mark. There's I
0: not. think the first one was the, right. Yeah, okay. Drop the question mark.
1: Yeah, it helps you maintain your alignment. What's the benefit of reducing the intensity of all your desires based in lack? It removes your focus of lack. What's the benefit of appreciating the body you do have? It entails the exploration of abundance and freedom. If you can remove all of your attention from anything unwanted and shift your perspective so that everything can be seen as perfect as it is now, you will regain your li- alignment. In alignment, you, re- you will be receptive to inspiration. Will this solve your problems? No, because you don't have any problems. All it will do is bring an in inspiration that is compatible with your approach to life based in love. Believe us, you will enjoy your life based in love far more than a life based in fear. That is the benefit of the new
0: approach to life. Woohoo! Mic drop. Yeah. yeah. And I th- that just brings me so much relief to remember that I don't have to focus on the problem. I can just let it go and enjoy the rest. That's-
1: and what it's saying here is don't control this process because you think it's going to fix your problem. Mm. Go, don't control. Don't say I'm not going to think of my problems so that the problems will go away, because that's still control, right? Yeah. It's so absolute, hard. Absolute acceptance of everything. Uh, yeah, it's hard for us because we adopted a bunch of limiting beliefs in a, in a and we're programmed to think a certain way.
0: Yeah.
1: And we're at this age where we've understand that doesn't work, and so now we have to switch it around. But this is the process that we're all doing.
0: Yeah. And the controlling is such a big part of it. And not just for me. I swear to God, there are several control freaks out there. And it's <laughs> well, so difficult.
1: yeah, I would say that everyone, pretty much,
0: yeah, except for yeah. those people
1: who are just doing what they want to do, you know.
0: Yeah. Don't care. yeah. Well,
1: all right, let's go on to read Laurel's Yeah,
0: Yeah, I, I felt kind of bad because I thought it was such a feisty kind of, oh, I don't know. But then I noticed there was some feisty parts in Joshua's answer too. So I felt better from that. It was kind of like, this is how you do it. You got to do it. But yeah.
1: Someone had, okay. So Lizzie was in the boot camp and she met a woman who lives in her complex. And this woman's have mold issues and all kinds of physical conditions and stuff. And so she called me regarding the boot camp. And after the, our conversation, she called Lizzie and said, he's kind of mean. <laughs> <gasps>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I'm not seeing her problem. She wants someone to yeah. sympathize with her, yeah. you know, and I'm not sympathizing with her. I-
0: and I, like when I was doing the one-on-one, I was so so pissed off at Joshua several times because I'm like, you're not being nice to me. <laughs> but, you know, that's just my own, you know, limitations and limiting beliefs. but. Uh. I also noticed with Laurel, sometimes they're kind of I'm scared of sending the quest no the answers out because they're kind of bossy and you know but yeah okay
1: I've noticed with a, f- a few times with women who are talking about why this guy doesn't love them yeah or won't we'll call him back you know Joshua is like that's not the guy <laughs> snap out of it we were we were watching a YouTube clip of certain live with um uh, Bob Newhart. And so Bob Newhart is a psychiatrist. And the woman comes in and he says, This is a little bit different than other psychiatrists. There's a payment schedule. There's only one. It's $5 for five minutes. After that, it's totally free. It's just $5. We don't take insurance. Uh, we don't make change. It's $5 for five minutes. And so the woman says, Great, that sounds good. And he goes, Okay, what's the issue? And so she goes on to this issue and he goes, Stop it.
0: (laughs) That's the answer. answer. And
1: and she goes, what? And he goes, because you wouldn't believe how many people, when I say stop it, they say, what? It's like English, okay? There's only two (laughs) words. The first word is S-T-O-P, new word, I-T. Stop it.
0: (laughs) But that's what I feel like Joshua and Laurel say sometimes, just like, nope, stop it. Or just do it. Do it. You got to do it. Snap out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so here's um, Laurel's answer. Most diseases are not predetermined. Okay,
1: that's a really good point there, by the way. Some are. Yeah. Like, okay, so I was listening to something, someone else, um, I think it was uh, Teal Swan, talking about Martin Luther King's life. So his death was predetermined in that an assassination attempt was predetermined, right? And he changed a couple of things in his life so that he had a, he missed the first two assassination attempts and the third one, this part of it was predetermined that that, how he would die from it. Oh. And so <clears throat> um, also Esther was talking about Jerry, when Jerry transitioned, Jerry got sick. And at the time it seemed like a horrible thing to have this illness. They had always said happy, healthy, happy, healthy, happy, healthy dead. Well, uh, Abraham said, had Jerry just dropped dead, Esther would not have continued with Abraham. Mm. You know, it was this ability to say goodbye over mm. a period of time to get used to it that was necessary for Esther to go on on her own because it always been the two of them up until that point. Yeah. Joshua
0: has explained that that's also the reason why so many people get dementia, because the people that are sort of left behind when they die, they need this time of transition to get used to them leaving. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, dementia is is the ultimate um, culmination of a fear based life, living in fear, living in fear. It gets, you know, the living beliefs get more rooted. It gets more intense, more intense, more intense, where the people just can't take it anymore. And mm. so they detach from reality.
0: Mm. And that's
1: that's part of that too. Yeah. So it's important that we all pay attention to our limiting beliefs and process those along the way so we live a life more in love and not more in fear as we get older. Yeah. But, but you can say 90% of the old people we know are living in more fear at that age than they were when they were in their 20s. There's sort of like this momentum of oh. fear leading them to withdraw.
0: Oh. you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. So we are reversing that momentum of fear. We're creating a momentum of love so that when we get to that age we'll be woohoo, you know, living in nudist colonies and having fun and
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> most diseases are not predetermined. If you are born with a disease, this is a part of the experiences you decided upon before coming to earth this time. For most of you, this is not the case. Most of you are born with perfect health. Most of you with pain or disease attract this through ignoring your emotional pain, through accepting your limiting beliefs as truth, through lack of self-love, through judgment of yourself and others, through believing pain is a part of life, and through seeing others in your family in pain, and thus believing you need to experience the same.
1: Wow! Big paragraph there. Uh, that sums it all up, but, you know, and you look, well, how did they, little kids have cancer? You know, well, mm. that was part of their experience. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, how are kids born with autism? That was absolutely part of their experience. Yeah. You know, you know.
0: so like not that's not, you know, a limiting belief. That's just a, a, a way they chose to live. And it's, it's not even a disease for them. It's a disease for we around them choose right. to see it as a disease. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. When you believe in something that is part of the illusion, something that is not aligned with you being pure love, being source energy, you create this ease in your body. Your body is a part of the tools you have to find your way in this world, and the body helps signal to you when you go off track. If you choose to believe you are bad or wrong because of a trait in you that you judge is wrong, after a while, your body will alert you to this through physical pain. Yep. Before, before this, you will feel emotional pain and several manifestation events will be created to help you change this belief. To change a belief, you must become aware of it. And the events you deal with daily are here to show you what beliefs you are currently identifying with. Some beliefs are good and most are limiting. Some of these limiting beliefs are currently stopping you from creating what you desire. After you have ignored the signs from your emotional feedback and the signs and the manifestation events, the body is next in turn. When you feel emotional pain, this is often a physical sensation. You might feel it in your tummy or your chest. Heart and solar plexus is where many emotions are felt. After a while, this continued pressure that you create internally through not releasing your negative emotions will build up as a physical ailment. It could be a stiff neck, heart damage, lung cancer, or any other pain, all depending on the severity of your refusal of acceptance. The longer and more intensely you refuse to deal with your emotions, the larger the signs from the body becomes. The pain creates actual disease within the body, due to the darkness or density of your negative emotions and limiting beliefs. The pain and disease is a clear sign you need to deal with your beliefs and your emotional well-being. The pain and disease is there to help you because you have not dealt with this emotional pain before and you need to do it sooner rather than later if you wish your life to change for the better.
1: Yeah. So this is <clears throat> the first the first part of this that allows you to see a limiting belief manifestation event happens at a thought. So upon the very first limiting or negative thought you get, you, you feel bad about it. That bad is the negative emotion associated with that, that thought that is, you know, your limiting belief triggers a little bit of fear. That's why you think it's wrong. So this is your first time you can see you can access that limiting belief and prove it's false and adjust the intensity of that belief. If you ignore that thought, you'll have more thoughts and more thoughts and more thoughts. If you ignore those, then you'll have a physical manifestation event in your reality. If you ignore that and say, that's wrong, and that should never have happened, and how dare they, and this should be changed, and this should be a law against that, right? Mm. That's just all more resistance. And you keep resisting that, and then it goes to your body. And I think mostly it is that lack of self-love what you're yeah. resisting is who you really are. Yeah.
0: yeah. And we're so used to doing this because like we just, you know, if there's something that annoys you, you just sort of ignore it and like, oh, oh, I don't ha- I don't want to deal with this. And you just sort of push through like you're soldiering on until the pain sits in your body because then you have to notice it. You can't push it away. Exactly. And it's just, it's, it's hard when it finally reaches that point. And I think most of us, have had to deal with those kind of pains for some reason or other. It's just everyone has it.
1: You know what the first sentence is in Joshua's first book of Perception of Reality?
0: Yes, because I heard it on the podcast today with Kimberly.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I've been saying a lot, lately. But the first sentence is, "Everything is right. you know So imagine that sums up the entire teachings of Joshua. Yeah. In the first word, three words of the first book or the first thing I ever channeled. Imagine having that foresight to make that sentence the first sentence ever yeah. that came out. Yeah, It's crazy. So this is it. Whenever we think anything's wrong, the only way we could judge it as wrong is due to a limiting belief. We can find that living belief and prove that living belief is false. And if we... Can see all things as right now. We're looking at it from a higher perspective, especially ourselves. We have to see that everything we say and do is right. Stop engaging in any form of self control. Yeah. Because that's still a form of control. You have to accept yourself. And when you do, you'll be inspired to do things that, whatever it is, is it going to change your body? That's not the point of this. You're supposed to let go of control, not to use this for more control, right? Accept whatever it is, accept whatever it is. And we're just letting you know that if you do that, you'll be led to things that will be in alignment with love. And as long as you're getting everything in alignment with love, it's all going to work out.
0: Yeah, and I think it's so difficult. We're just, I think many of us, we need to be pushed to our. Complete limit of endurance before we're willing to give up and surrender and do the work. And physical pain is often what pushes us over the edge to get us to like, this is enough. I can't deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're too tough.
1: Well, you know, it's if it's it's we're all practicing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's, and we can get there, and it's not too too tough. But we have to get good at doing this work mm-hmm. and realize. That you know, we're holding on to a lot of limitations. Yeah. Here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, not it's not that it's too tough, but we're too tough. Oh, we're, we're you, tough. Like yeah. we're t- just too Thick strong head. in a way. Yeah. Or like we we push ourselves instead of just giving up and sort of going with the flow or surrendering, and you know.
1: Yes. Yeah. What's interesting, really interesting about what you just said is that humans tend to be highly adaptive. And so we get adapted, we adapt to unwanted physical conditions.
0: Yeah, pain, yeah.
1: I often think what it would be like for me to be in my 20-year-old body.
0: Oh, God. I
1: feel pretty good now, but I bet that feeling would be completely different.
0: Yeah, the energy and yeah.
1: Yeah, because I've gotten used to this old broken down, beaten up body. But it's got a little, in the morning, you know, I got to go to get out of bed. Yeah. I've
0: always done that.
1: Okay. Always, yeah. I may have too. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Um, The body is a tool in your exploration as a human being. The body is here to help you become who you really are. Blaming the body for the disease is counterproductive. You are the one creating the disease. The body is just making you aware of your perceived limitations and problems. The way to alleviate and let go of the physical pain is through doing the inner work. Become aware of your thoughts and beliefs. Become aware of your judgments of yourself and others. Become aware of how you see yourself and the reality around you. Awareness is key. Once you are aware, you can change your perception and beliefs to a perspective aligned with love instead of fear. You can feel for the perspective that feels like relief and then work your way up to peace and joy, but you must do the inner work. Use doctors and pain medication as you need to, but know that this pain or disease will not go away until you do the inner work. You are co-creating with your body so that you can be who you really are. And you need the cooperation of your body to become aware of your limiting beliefs. The physical body is your partner.
1: Yeah. So um, it's like that's pretty much why Western medicine is so ineffective. Yeah. It's all treating these symptoms, but you know, in, until you treat the root cause, which is limiting beliefs and self-judgment and all this, yeah. Stuff, you know, you're never going to fix the problem.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's why placebos you know it's almost impossible for a drug company to do a clinical trial where they beat the placebo it only happens once in a blue moon you know i
0: think that's amazing the power of the mind it's amazing
1: yeah even when people know it's a placebo
0: yeah yeah. they still
1: can't beat it yeah
0: and it's also what joshua said about weight that was also from like 2017 I was focused on weight already then, and they said that unless you change your thoughts, you can go on a diet, but if you don't change your thoughts, the weight will come back because you still have that same perspective or view of yourself, and the weight just has to come back on. Even though you manage to lose it, if you don't change how how you see yourself, it will come back. Can I give a, uh,
1: an advertisement now for The Joshua Diet, Joshua's fourth book, The Joshua Ooh,
0: Diet? Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. Was, is this gross, this advertising that I'm doing
0: here? No, that's okay. It's just <laughs> once in a while. That's okay.
1: <laughs> Tracy's actually creating a boot camp around The
0: Joshua
1: Diet. And we're putting it together now. And so I'm just going over the first paragraphs of the, or the first pages of the book. Um, but it's this um, this idea that universally we all understand that diets don't work. Mm. Why is that? Because when you come to understand who you truly are as, you know, allowing your soul's purpose to come out, see yourself as you are, then your body will take its natural shape, whatever that is, and you'll be cool with that. You won't care. That's That's this irony of it is maybe it'll be a model's body, maybe it won't be, but it doesn't matter because you won't care either way. Yeah. You will say that's a good body or that's a better body. You will say that's my body because now you are, you know, you're living in your soul's purpose. And then yeah. your body will take its natural shape whatever's needed for you to do what you need to do.
0: And what a relief that will be.
1: Absolutely. So yeah. it's not about eating, it's not about exercise, it's not about any of this stuff. It's about seeing yourself from the higher perspective mm-hmm. that You don't have to to be anything different than you are to live this life you intended to live. And a lot of us say, well, if I was thin, more people would like, love, and and respect me, right?
0: No, not true.
1: Complete bullshit.
0: Yeah. In fact,
1: a lot of people are going to resent you if you're in in perfect shape, you know?
0: Yeah. It's impossible to say because they like you not because of who you are, but because of who they are.
1: Absolutely. You can't get anyone to like you. They're either going to like you or not, but it has nothing to do with you. It's only to do with them. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: If if you make them feel good somehow, then they're going to like you. But you do one thing to make them feel bad, then they're not going to like you. But you have no control over that either way. And if you try to control it, they're not loving you anyway. They're loving this false version of you that's trying to manipulate them into liking you.
0: (sighs) Give up. Give up too much.
1: All right. Okay. If
0: the, yeah. If the injury still remains when you have cleared. Oh my gosh. I'm sort of embarrassed to read this because. Oh, I can't wait all, to hear this one. Oh, uh, I apologize. <laughs> if the injury still remains when you have cleared all your limiting beliefs and let go of all your judgment and completely live as the ascended being that is U.S. source on earth. Well, then you are the first one ever to have existed to experience this. Ah. The universe will have broken all laws to experience the wonder of being pure love while still holding on to fear. Trust us when we say this is not possible. This is a problem you do not need to worry about. Use your mental capacity to deal with your limiting beliefs instead. There is plenty of them. And you have the rest of your life to clear them out. As long as there is negative emotion, there is fear and limiting beliefs. As long as there is pain and disease, there is a negative emotion. You don't even have to find the right belief. Just start at one end and work on it. You will touch upon the right belief soon enough.
1: All right. So this is what I think is the most brilliant paragraph so far. The bitchy paragraph? It's not bitchy. It's only bitchy in your perspective. It's not bitchy in my perspective. Um. Because this is the way you show people another perspective. You don't tell them, no, don't worry about that, right? Because they're never gonna believe that. You say say that it can't be possible for the disease and the injuries to be there once you attain this level of love.
0: Mm. So
1: just work on the level of love and don't worry about anything else. You know, yeah. just work about on processing limiting beliefs and fear and, and processing your negative emotions and everything else will take care of itself. Okay, yeah. Cause it, cause the universe doesn't work that way. It works this way. And, yeah. you know, and so anyway, what's the downside of living a life of love? Yeah. It's always going to be better no matter what it is. So that's what we're, we're doing going from the old approach to the new approach. While we're talking about the old approach and the new approach, can I mention my, the Boot third
0: book, the radical
1: <laughs> change in your approach to life. That's what that book is all about. Is this a good time to do
0: that? I I love all your books.
1: Okay. So that book is about how everyone lives in this old approach of control and how you move into the new approach of love.
0: Yeah.
1: Available on Amazon.com. But while we're at it, let's talk about my favorite book, The First Book of Laurel, written by A.C. Halverson.
0: So what I find really interesting is that what they're, they were asking about, you know, what if we do this and it doesn't work, which is kind of what I do too. Like, okay, what if I do this channeling thing and it doesn't, I'm not able to make money out of it. What if it doesn't work? Like, why are you asking what if it like, what if it doesn't work? Why are you not? How about you try to trust the process and do what we're telling you is a better way of living? Right. Why are you like taking all your problems before they even happen, you're creating this problem that's an illusion. What if it doesn't work? Well, have you tried it? Yeah. No, but what if it doesn't work?
1: Well, from the perspective of the controller, yeah. Acceptance seems risky. Yes. I'm just gonna accept something. Okay, the mugger comes, I'm just gonna give him all the my money. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna fight back, right? Someone comes and takes advantage of me. I'm just gonna let everything go, yeah. you know? And that um, you know, so Joshua talks about how, you know, in the old days of hunter-gathering, somebody was Mm -hmm. inspired to try farming. Yeah. And the hunter-gatherers had lived as hunter-gatherers for a long time, so farming seemed risky. And they're like, what if the farm, you know, doesn't produce anything? And sometimes it didn't, you know. But from our perspective now, obviously farming and cultivating the land is a much more effective way to live as humans than hunting and gathering. Um, so this new approach to life is is much more effective. Now you're still going to have wobbles in your vibration, and so shit's going to happen. But that's yeah. good because it shows you what the wobbles are.
0: But it's so interesting because they're not like Joshua and Laurel. They're not even asking us to, like, chop off a, chop off a leg or you know give away all our money. They're saying, can you change your belief? Yeah. Can you change your thoughts? Like yeah. how can? And we're so afraid of changing that even that is just like, no, but what if it doesn't work?
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's funny. That's very good.
0: Okay, almost done here. It is meant for you because it is a guiding tool to help you discover your limiting beliefs and the irrational fear you are holding on to. It is meant for you because it helps you focus inwards and look for how you can see set yourself free from those beliefs that are not aligned with love The body is not your enemy. It is your partner and friend, and it is trying to help you become aware of what you are thinking that is not helpful to you. What you need to accept is how this system works. You need to accept that the body is here to help you. You need to accept that you have a false perception of yourself and how the world works. You need to accept that you have some work to do in order to become aware of all this and then to work on changing your beliefs. You need to accept that you cannot wish your pain away. You need to do the actual work. Pain is not a punishment. It is a helpful tool for you to become aware of what within you is not aligned with love.
1: And that's true of emotional pain too. And sometimes yeah. emotional pain feels way worse than physical pain.
0: It always does for me. That is the worst pain.
1: And if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're a highly sensitive, emotionally sensitive person. This is literally true of, I think, every single one I've talked to. Those who are attracted to this information got here because they're emotionally sensitive. Yeah. And you feel emotions more than normal people, so you don't numb it. But you, you are still, you know, believing things about yourself that aren't true.
0: Yeah. You are to let go of this approach through conscious choice. You are to do the inner work and use the focus and the mental capacity and your emotions to change how you perceive yourself. You are to let go of the old approach through learning the new approach and making a conscious effort to change. This is not something you buy and receive as a complete package. This is the IKEA package of life. You need to read the instructions and do the work on putting all the pieces together. And sure, you will have moments of anger, Anger when there are not enough nails or screws, and when one piece doesn't fit another and you have to do it all over again. But this is what you signed up for, and the sooner you accept the IKEA way of living, the sooner you can change. This is your responsibility. No one else can do this for you. You are the creators of your lives, and you are the ones having to make this happen. You have a choice. Decide what you want and start building.
1: And start building, not by doing, but by altering your belief system. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. I think those are the two brilliant answers together. So you two similar, compatible perspectives, yet from different angles. So you get a multifaceted view of, of this issue of health. And it, no matter who you're talking about yourself or anyone you know, it all comes down to long-term resistance to who you truly are.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. That's Creates what it's
0: pain. Is. Yeah. And we
1: all know that wishing things isn't going to work. If you find yourself saying, I wish things were different, what you're doing is saying, I'm a victim of how things are now. Hmm. If you find yourself saying, I completely accept everything as it is now, everything that was in the past and everything that will be in the future, you are creating from a basis of love. And if you're focusing on what you appreciate and what you're grateful for, all day, every day, the 99%, then you're going to move more towards a life of love and who you truly are is naturally going to unfold. And if you need help in that process, we have a boot camp. Was that too much? Too that much? was too much. Was that too much there?
0: That was too much.
1: I was afraid I went sure. over the I'm line. Sure. I'm getting you to get comfortable with, with this idea of helping people uh, move towards this new approach to life by creating a course where they can do it. You're going to have one at some point. So you might as well get used to that idea. And I'll help you with it if you want.
0: Okay. I'm uncomfortable.
1: Okay, we'll get you comfortable. It's your work. (laughs) Decide what you want to start building, okay? It's not coming preformed, all right? This is the IKEA way of life. That could be the title of your boot camp.
0: I'm so uncomfortable. I'm going to have to figure this out before the next podcast.
1: When are you running out of money?
0: Uh, I just sold my, my couch so that I can have the, so can I, so that I can pay my bills in August. So by September I'm, I'm in zero.
1: Ooh. And can you borrow money from your parents?
0: Uh, that's, I don't want that because (laughs) I'll have to start creating my own income sooner or later. So why not just do it sooner?
1: Well, as soon as you run out of couches and furniture.
0: yeah. Yeah. I have two more. Um,
1: don't sell anything more. Yeah, don't sell that. Just do something. I'll help you. I'm with.
0: doing something. People can send me questions, and I'll write the channeled answer for $30, or we can do a Skype or Zoom meeting where you can get at least four questions in within 30 minutes for $60. There you go. Very Perfect. Cheap.
1: And all you have to do is 100 of those a month, and you'll be fine.
0: I don't, I don't have that much expenses, Gary.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Jeez. Jeez. Must be nice. Okay, good. <laughs> well, then you need to push yourself because you need more expenses to to help more people. See? I,
0: ne- I need more questions.
1: Okay, well, how do they... What's the best way to get in touch with you to send you a question?
0: Laurelsmessage.com or Laurel's Message on Facebook.
1: Okay, excellent. And the book is... The first book of Laurel my favorite book of all time it's really fun to read it's on Amazon get that book and we will see you all next week thank you for being here Astrid say goodbye to six million people
0: goodbye six million people goodbye thank you for joining us on the teachings of Joshua Roundtable remember you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count we'll see you next week